I'm just going to do a British accent this episode, I think. Why don't we both just do British accents for the whole time? Yeah, all right. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Dungeons vs. Dragons. I'm Oliver. And I'm Evan. And we're going to be your DMs for the day. Welcome, Evan. It's it's a pleasure to have you. We're getting in the in the in the spirit of the football cup and, <laughs> and doing a, a, a British versus British uh, episode today. I, d- I couldn't remember what they were called. Match. Yeah, thanks, Oliver. I obviously don't do British accents when I'm DMing. <laughs> <laughs> do you not? I feel like they're the most accessible of accents because there's so many different ones you can do. You can go quite posh or you really can go a little bit more nasally and ah. I've, I'm a sweet street sweeper. I sweep the streets, you know. How's it go? With street sweet traits. Sweep the streets, sweet streets for my children. I think like yeah. orc is the only British accent I have. Orc. Yeah. Just hey, you I, can't be here. Yeah. Uh, I think it's weird that they're British because it's like, why are they British? Because <laughs> they why now live in fantasy British? land. Everybody who lives That's in fantasy it. land I, doesn't like, pronounce their R's. Why? Why? Why not L? Why L's are British, but like, yeah. why? Why don't they? Why? Why do they keep up with the, our like ideas of what fancy accents sound like? That seems weird. Because we're the ones would... making the movies. <laughs> That's true. I think it would be really fun to just turn everything on its head and like you have some country country old elves. Yeah. And you've got some, uh, you've got some very, very posh, very posh sounding orcs. I'm going to eat your spleen now. <laughs> Tell me, where's Gandalf? For I much <laughs> desire to speak with him. You and your humankind, you ain't, you ain't got nothing on us elves. We've been here for thousands of years. We'll be here for thousands of years after you die. That, I mean, like the territorial aspect of that. That's that, true. That fits. The, the get off my lawn aspect yeah, of it. Yeah. For sure. Well, this is not what we're talking about. Nope, not even close. Not even a little bit. <laughs> but um, quick congrats to Liverpool for winning the FA Cup. Yeah, congrats to Liverpool. We're, we're, we're apparently fans of Liverpool here. I hadn't made a decision before 14 seconds ago, but uh, I can now definitely say this is a, a Liverpool stand podcast. And I've been a fan for a decade. Just want to make yeah, that clear. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Evan, Evan is the one who who pushed the issue. <laughs> I could probably find a, a football club that I'm more like tied to ancestrally, being mm. you know half half from England. Uh, I don't know if there's a if there's a Chippenham football club, but if so, man, I support them all the way. Chippenham, yeah. Um, again, doxing myself, doxing <laughs> my mother. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, so what are we talking about? We are talking today about uh, two different potential, like, fun little episode diversion sessions that you can do. They're they're not terribly equivalent, but they're sort of equivalent in arkiness. Like, you're yeah. you're definitely doing a specific thing when you're doing one of these. Um, it's heist versus tournaments. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Um, yeah. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna be taking on the role of the heist defender. Mm. And I will be bastion of the tournaments, protector mm. of the games. I like that. I think we should come up with titles for ourselves. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, every every app, just to make sure that we really, mm-hmm. you know, get some branding going in case we need to like print t-shirts. <laughs> Inevitable. 
inevitable t-shirts. We've had a podcast for more than three episodes. T-shirts, yeah, are coming. A, a, a t-shirt magically appeared at my doorstep. Like <laughs> it just it just happens. Uh, yeah, so I think we should talk a little bit more about because this is kind of a a, a weirder episode. They're not yeah. in necessary direct contrast to each other, but they do feel like the same type of session. If you're in, like participating in a tournament or going on a heist, <clears throat> they're both kind of like diversions from the main, like, um, I don't know, it's like the main vibe of D and D. You know, yeah, you're not like, uh, like usually going around dungeon. dungeons and dragons. Like right. there are dungeons that you explore and dragons that you kill. It's not really either one of those. Mm -hmm. Um, and they have a definitive like endpoint for both of them. Like it's, it's definitely like, Oh, this is going to be like, we're going to have three sessions that are the tournament or like, Oh, we're going to have like, this is going to be one session long or something like that. Like you wouldn't really, I don't know. They, they definitely have a distinct beginning point and a distinct end point. And mm -hmm. it's cool. I think they're equivalent. I think, I think we can, I think we definitely say like, yeah, there's, there's some comparison that we can do here. And the reason we didn't add um, like shopping day is because those sessions are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I, I. <laughs> Oliver said his roommates decided now would be the perfect time to move the router. Recording still in progress. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I see you're amusing the, the listeners while I was gone. Uh, yeah, just doing a little drawing. I think it's my best work. I agree. I think it's. It should be in the Louvre. Should should be Louvin. Should be Louved. Okay. So I was saying I don't like shopping episodes. Yeah, <laughs> not a, a seamless transition. <laughs> um, yeah, shopping episodes can be really quite quite boring. Um, I think as a DM, they're especially difficult too because your players are constantly kind of demanding things of you that you have to like pull out of a hat. Like, oh, this is this shopkeeper's name. Here's their inventory. Um, so that could be, that could be mildly obnoxious yeah. as a player. It's fun though. Cause you get to watch the DM try to do that. <laughs> but yeah. So heist, heist versus tournament. Um, just to briefly lay out a heist is sort of anything that involves like stealth, breaking into somewhere, grabbing something and getting out. Like that's kind of the main thrust of a heist is you're trying to get something as like your uh main goal and get out and you're trying not to be seen as much as possible or trying not to be killed by traps as much as possible so you know you can you can have a heist even when there's nobody like on the end, other end of it like i'm going to arrest you like you know sometimes breaking into a temple can be a heist if it's you know oh you're trying to grab or like dungeons can be heists if you if it's like this is above your pay grade but you're trying to just grab this thing get out so you gotta figure out a way to do that so yeah well i think we should get right into it cool let's do it rolling for initiative this is uh us rolling in d20 and uh and seeing who goes first oh 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 uh who gets to decide who goes first is yours in uh seven actually uh yours is going to be a 13. uh 17. minus 13. Oh, you <laughs> I, was, I was i i thought i thought we would match uh okay yeah. so that means i go first you get to decide That's who true. goes first um i think i'd like to go first 
All right, all Oliver. Sit on back, buckle up, baby. Okay, everybody, deep breath. It's a beautiful day. The sun is shining, birds are chirping, a light breeze sweeping through the field. An arena in the center stands filled with fried foods and snacks and carnival gear array the field. <laughs> there are games, there's dancing, there's music, there are fights. It is tournament day, baby! It's the perfect place for like some post-production sound some, effects. Some fanfare, yeah. yeah that I absolutely. don't add. <laughs> um, but in any case, tournaments are great. Little deviations from the main kind of thrust of the campaign, because that's usually what they are. It's never usually your mission is to go win this fight or barrel racing. The big bat of the campaign is a tournament. <laughs> yeah. So they're usually kind of diversions. They can feel like like beach episodes, but you can put so much world building into a tournament. What kind of games do these people play? Are they play? What are they placing bets on? Are they placing bets? What kind of food are they eating? What kind of activities go on? How long does it do the festivities last? What is like the fighting ring like? Because every tournament needs a good like joust or just like straight up combat arena. So you can. Because I'm thinking about this purely from the DM's perspective, as always. So as a DM, it's a lot of fun to lace those situations with um, world building elements to give a local flavor for what people are experiencing. Um, it is a great excuse to just throw your players into combat. <laughs> um, I feel like every player wants to join some combat tournament in the arena during tournament days and they're always itching for combat and to kind of like prove their worth, especially when there's like no stakes, it can be fun because they can kind of let loose a little bit. They're not as worried about having to retreat or making sure the party's staying alive. Um, so like safe combat, I'm a huge advocate for. Um, and I do this thing in like dual situations, um, D-U-E-L, <clears throat> where I will, I'll specify to the players that the like their hit points whittling down don't actually represent like their like taking 10 damage doesn't necessarily mean you're getting cut across the chest taking 10 damage means you had to spend a lot of effort to not get cut across the chest and so hit points kind of represent stamina or like hero points to avoid getting hurt and then once you get to zero it's like oh that's first blood and that's the duel over i like that a lot more or like the last three hit points are actually yeah or something um, and so that's that's kind of a fun little thing that I do to make make it feel like oh this is its own separate you know thing it's just like a special kind of combat and players get excited for that they're always trying to show that they're powerful and love it gives them space for that um, it gives them the chance to win some money or other prizes interact with people in the town if they're like trying to figure out like if it's a a more sleuthing arc that they're in they can get a lot of information because everybody's there. People are maybe drinking and more free with their information. Um, it's just a fun time. And it gives the players so many opportunities to decide, like, what would their character be interested in? Because there's usually so much going on that maybe not every character is going to want to fight, but every character is going to want to do something at the festival. There's something there for everybody. Um, and having heavy armor doesn't mean you suck at this entire session, like it does for heists, transition, all over. 
Wow. Really, really setting me up with a dunk there. I was even gonna, I was even gonna chime in with some other cool things about, uh, about tournaments, Uh like uh, how it's a, how it's a great way for like uh, players to get introduced to a new town um, and like introduce themselves to a new town as like the big, the big dogs. I think that's great. Um, But instead of saying that, which would have been nice, (laughs) I'm instead gonna hype up heists because it's objectively wrong that, heavy armor makes you bad at it that's not Uh, true i fundamentally (laughs) disagree but go for it so uh i i will i must attend to my son okay go for it something about about my cat lewis is he he really hates closed doors like he will he will yell and yell and yell at a closed door until it is opened and then he'll just come in and be like Cool, nice room, and then leave, and it's it's very odd. Anyway, heists. He he has committed a heist on my room. That's not true. Um, stole my he stole love. our attention. Yeah, yeah. Uh, stole my heart. No. Heists are a interesting and much broader uh, sort of idea than I think you think of at first blush. I think the most basic kind of heist that you'd be imagining, which is to say like evil players or like bad players going to try to steal something from somewhere uh, with threat of being arrested is actually the worst fit for D&D like fifth edition, like the way that it actually plays out. It's it's pretty bad. Um, so I think that, uh, Heist in general, like even even the most basic kind that I think doesn't work, it does have some positives to it. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go through those positives, and then I'm gonna basically lay out like the pitfall you should avoid to make like a good heist that works. Um, so planning, I think heists are really really cool uh, to let players plan infiltrations and how to deal with things, and it really gives you a chance to like sit back and think about your tactics. Um, in a way that like you don't get to if you're just like surprised by dragon or something like that Um, it's very like cooperative you know people get to you know put in their own little two cents about like how to overcome issues Um, and if it's executed like well it can it can really feel gratifying to players that you planned it out executed it and it went well um and uh it gives it gives a chance for like actually your like rogue or whoever's your stealthy guy to go off and like do his little like scouty thing which is not a huge part of most games is like actually letting the scout scout um or like the druid go through in like pigeon form or whatever and like really get a scope of the place before you you know try to bust it down um i think that that's a really fun way of like giving one of your players a a chance to feel useful Mm -hmm. um and maybe even you do it in a separate like little mini session before maybe you call your rogue and be like an hour beforehand come on we're gonna run through it and then you're going to have to communicate what you saw and how to overcome individual things um to the other people because we're not just going to like have everybody watch as you go through this and everybody has the same information like you want the person to feel useful too um so there's there's cool chances to do stuff like that um 
And then I think it's also really fun planning for the DM too. Like if you're if you're somebody who likes to put a lot of time and planning into something, you can put a lot of time and planning into a heist and just make create a little like sandbox that your players have to get to. And you know, you know where the end point is, you know what they're trying to get to, and you know that they're gonna want to get out of there immediately afterwards. So you can plan like entries, exits, you can plan like guard shifts, you can, you know, plan out traps, you can plan out like maybe there's unexpected like structural deficiencies somewhere so that if they try to do xyz or like you know this is the dc for the perception check that you'll need to do to find out that uh there's a secret door here or something like that like you can do a lot of minutia planning that is basically playing dnd but it's just on your own um so that's really cool uh and i and i think it's good to have such a concrete setting that has like different win and, fa and failure conditions uh, set up beforehand so that like, it, it always feels a lot more fair when that's like, that instead of needing to like shoot from the hip and make stuff up on the fly, mm -hmm. you've got, you've got the explicit victory conditions and, you know, maybe your, maybe your players can't do it. And that's more often than not fine with the heist. Like, you know, as long as they get out of there, maybe they can try again. Maybe they don't try again. Maybe they just fail that quest. Mm -hmm. You know that's fine um it also has a lot of other abilities and skills and spells that come up that don't often occur like you know your rogue gets to lockpick your rogue gets to find traps um your wizard gets to dispel certain like uh magical traps or use knock maybe if like there's something you really can't get through but like you're fine with like maybe they use a combo of silence and knock and like really you know, you try to muffle it a lot um, and, you know, make sure that there's something for everyone there. Um, like Evan was saying with the heavy armor person, like make sure there's a big door for them to bust down. Make sure there's like, you know, maybe some animated suit of armor or something that like, you know, they need to attack or whatnot. Um, you know, make sure that everybody feels useful, but not everybody has to have not every everybody has to be the shining star of every you know session. Um, I think that stakes that are not just your players dying is very cool, um, and I think heists incorporate that a lot. Like the stakes can either be failing a quest, which is inherently bad, or like maybe they are seen in a worse light uh, by a particular institution or town or something like that. Like maybe. Maybe they're just seen as people who break into a place, but if they successfully do it, they'll like uncover some evidence that's like, oh, this person that we were stealing from is actually the bad one. Mm -hmm. And so if we successfully do the heist, there'll be no repercussions. And if you don't, then the town is just going to think that you're bad people. So like, that's a fun little thing there because neither of those conditions is like world ending. Like you're not killing off a character, but you know, it's, it's meaningful. Um, yeah, so that's really, I think that's why heists are cool. Just generally sort of high-minded stuff. Uh, pitfalls to avoid. Uh, don't just make it town guards that are like the, the enemy. I don't think the threat of being arrested should really come up in a heist. Like, I think that that's a really boring and uh, annoying way to do it. Because like, either you like when your players are like, at pike point and your town guards are being like ah stop we're gonna arrest you 
I think most players will kick out and just kill a bunch of town cards. And that's not good. Like, don't make don't put them in that position. Like that's, that's you putting them into that position. You are essentially the one making them kill the town guards. And that, I don't know, that just doesn't ever feel good to me as a player. Like I don't want to be killing a guy who's working a nine to five. Skyrim um, did it right by making the town guards be like weirdly OP. Yeah, for sure. And and that's that's another thing you can do, but it it doesn't feel fun either to just be like a, a godly adventurer who's outmatched by Jeff, the town guard. Right, <laughs> like yeah. that's that's never fun either. Um don't make it too stealthy. I think that's a huge thing that a lot of heists have a problem with is like just keeping up a constant stealth roll is not good or fun and completely unsustainable in fifth edition. Like stealth should work like a lock pick, like, like a, like picking a lock. Like if you succeed on the stealth section, you make it through the stealth section and then you don't have to worry about it from then on. Like there shouldn't be a unless you have like some sort of variant rule set where you feel like it really can keep up a level of intrigue and stealth for a long period of time, like maybe you do group checks or something like that. I really don't feel like it's a good usage of a skill to have it constantly need to be succeeding or the entire operation is a failure. Like that's, that seems pretty clearly like you're over relying on one particular skill. Um, Make sure that there's a lot of ways to escape, you know, make sure that they're not ever backed into a corner and they need to kill all the town guards. Um, and then if they manage to find a way to just absolutely wreck your whole shop and, you know, just get the item without any, like maybe you didn't know one of your players had dimension door and, and they put like a little, uh, like they managed to get like a scrying orb going or something up on the thing and they just teleport in, grab it, teleport out. I mean, let them like, I, I'm a, I'm a big proponent of, what I call cliff-based DMing, uh, which is you put a lot of cliffs for your players to shove people off of. Like, I think that that's just, that's just fun. Like, make sure that there's ways that your players can just invalidate certain things because that's how things go in the real world. Like, not everything is perfectly matched so that it's, like, going to be, like, a like a really good, you know, mano a mano battle every time. Uh, I think sometimes you can just push some goblins off of this. That's the equivalent of it. That's, uh, I think that's me. I think that's me done with my baseline. Well, I think I should bring up some pitfalls with tournaments. Um, hmm. There are none. <laughs> tournaments are great and, in my opinion, hard to do wrong. I I can think of some downfalls. Really? Um, so if it's a if it's a 1v1 tournament or even like a 2v2, if it doesn't involve the whole party, somebody's going to be bored like somebody's going to be off to the side not doing anything and you can make it interesting um but i found that more often than not when there's like one player fighting and the other people aren't fighting they always want to join in and cheat like that makes perfect sense that you'd want to join in because you're not playing the game that you're playing um but i don't i don't know if cheating is like always the most fun way to go about that so party v party tournament yeah, try. I would say keep it to that. I think that 1v1 or 2v2 tournaments can be really fun for the people involved. You just, um, you know, maybe do something like what I was saying with the heist, where it's like it's different sessions or it's like maybe other people have something else going on. Like they're playing around a Mario Party or something like honestly, like it's, you know, 
D&D doesn't have to be everybody sits at a table and does something at the exact same time. Like, you know, you can, you can mix it up. It's fine. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, I think D&D is not super well suited to heists. I would agree with you. Okay, cool. <laughs> Just because, yeah, you, you do have to figure out like how many stealth checks and how important are the stealth checks. And if you don't need to be super reliant on stealth, then like, why isn't the entire dungeon palace compound, whatever, coming to fight these intruders? Why aren't they just like taking the item that they know that they want? Um, I just feel like it, it's, it's, it will be tough to pull off, but I might, I, I think I could see that a, a perfect heist is cooler than a perfect tournament. Mm -hmm. uh, so my two biggest inspirations uh, for why I think that a heist could be cool in D&D um, are one, uh, I've been playing a lot of Persona 5 recently. Um, that is That is heist central. Um, and two, Critical Role just had a really, really, really good heist episode um, that managed to avoid a lot of the pitfalls pitfalls that I normally saw in heists and just produced what I think is like kind of the like the archetypical example of what a heist should be. Um, and so just like say some positives about it. Uh, one, the person invited them in to try to steal from their home. So there wasn't any threat of getting arrested or anything. It was a direct challenge. Mm. Um, they were competing against another group of adventurers who were trying to steal the same item as them on the exact same day. So mm. much fun. Um, and there, there was a lot of interesting interplay between the two parties, like trying to, like if one party got ahead of the others, they would try to like block off uh, things. So it was constantly kind of changing and stealth was not an aspect of it. So I think that that can be, that can be fun. There weren't, there weren't too many guards except for on the outside. Like once they got in, it was pretty dead from there. And I think that that's kind of a cool way to do it too, is just have it be that your players are kind of going through, like they can't make too much noise, but maybe it's not like the most heavily protected compound in the entire world. Maybe there's like three guards and if you get past them, you're fine. But if you don't like, you do have to get out of there immediately, but they're in such places that it is much easier to get out when you are encountered by, you know, them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I agree that it's not, it's not the greatest system in the world for a heist. I think, you know, there's a lot of homebrewing you could do to make a heist better, but you know, we're, we only talk about like kind of rules as written here. Um, yeah. And I think that there's ways to do it that are good. Yeah, tournaments also I think just require so much less work on the DM's part. Absolutely, it's like it's a tightrope walk. A tightrope walk. You gotta make five DC fifteen whatever um, acrobatics checks or whatever. <laughs> and if you make all five, you get all the way across. You win. Yeah, yeah. There, there are there are a lot of other fun games that you can incorporate, not just like straight up and down combat um, in a in a tournament for sure. Um, I think that you know there's there's a there's a fun dinosaur racing tournament in uh uh tomb tomb of annihilation that i think is really cool um that's another good example of like maybe you have that be a thing that like the players see for a little bit is like oh there's this big like dinosaur racing thing and then eventually they get to participate you know that's mm -hmm. that's good that's good fun for sure yeah and then also it's a, it's a good chance to really introduce some fun uh 
like rivalry and interplay between other like maybe other adventurers or I know that you uh introduced a like a character's backstory into a tournament and made that kind of like the culmination of it um which I think is very is very cool and good like you really can do that you can plan out a tournament to be kind of whatever you need it to be which I think yeah. is a it's it's definitely a Swiss army knife whereas a heist is a jackhammer yeah it's a cudgel like it's a very specific tool like you are using it for one thing you know it's it's a lathe like you're using it for one thing and that's because you want to heist and you do it maybe once every campaign like i don't think you want like 14 different heist episodes um, i don't but you know i i do two or three tournaments in a campaign that'd be fun especially at different levels so you can like you know really really get a different vibe to it maybe you have one tournament that your players go to like reasonably frequently and they like ascend in the category and like there's one dude who's like the arena champion who they will never get to challenge except for they do when they come back much stronger so you know there there are cool things to do with tournaments that you know yeah. but Here's i just another point <laughs> another point in favor of tournaments we have played a tournament session together mm -hmm. i am not sure we've played a heist session together i don't think i've i mean full cop into it i don't think i've ever no I, i've i played in a heist uh session before it wasn't it wasn't terribly uh like intense but we were going into a prison um and uh and we were trying to get somebody out of the prison that was a heist and it and it went pretty good um it was it was fun got to use some uh got to use some role play that's another kind of heist is the one where you kind of like getting more into role play like it's about not being discovered rather than like just stealthing around um so they could be a more charisma based like maybe your heavy armor wearer is just a bodyguard and he doesn't need to say much other than look intimidating. Yeah. Um, but yes, we have played in a very good tournament, uh, tournament arc before. That was, that was good fun. Mostly, uh, most of the thing that I remember is uh, releasing the dragon that was supposed to be like, it was supposed was to be like a, a hazard. Was that part of the tournament? Wasn't it? I thought it was in the I thought it was in, in the big arena and it was a yeah. dragon was chained in the ground and we were supposed to be like fighting around it and it was supposed to be like sort of like battle bots where like there's just the yeah. there's like the big gorilla bot that just like goes around. Um and it's like it doesn't matter if the gorilla bot wins, like it's mm -hmm. about the other two. Um yeah. I thought that was it. And we just sort of released essentially we like released the gorilla bot onto the world uh, yeah that was insane yeah i think you're right that was i think that was a part of the arena oh man fun times i've also um, played a good arena a tournament arc where um i had a similar situation to you where like uh it was a point system where like the amount of blows they got were like magically absorbed um mm -hmm. by like some magic item or something that everybody had to like consent to wearing um and it deactivated when you like dropped unconscious but you couldn't like die from damage but somebody like attacked somebody who was unconscious and like they didn't know that people would do that and so it like put them in danger of dying um and it became like a fun little uh like in tournament kind of weird mm -hmm. uh rp moment but anyway there's cool stuff there I mean, it sounds like tournaments are doing great so far. I, yeah, I don't think there was ever, there wasn't much of a chance that heists were going to win outright. I, I mostly just, I, I mostly just came here to try to dispel some 
you know, mm-hmm. heists are boring indeed. Because a lot of people treat heist episodes as shopping episodes. Like these are on the same level of like annoying to watch. And I really, I think that they could be done so much better. I think that they can be done much, much better than you would imagine they could be if you just put like a little bit of, a little bit more thought into the actual mechanics of playing fifth edition in a heist, which I think is something a lot of people don't do. They think about putting a heist into fifth edition when you should think about making fifth edition be a heist. So. I will say though, that heists are usually much more integral to the campaign. And so there's usually more like importance staked on them. So that's, I think a point in their favor, but. But part of the charm of a tournament is just that you're messing around having fun. Yeah. I think that there can be interesting uh, things with the tournament, like um, something that would be really fun. It would be, you know, taking a a less powerful NPC and putting them with your, like, groups, like, party, and, and they need to, like, find some way to incorporate them into the tournament to where, like, it looks like they're winning as well. Maybe it's like the prince or something who's seen as very like lowly, but they're trying to like establish him as like a power. Um, and so you've got some other alternate win condition other than just, you know, attack until the enemy is down. And I think that that's what's fun about tournaments is you can kind of like tweak them in that way. Like, you know, even in combat, you can still make the, you can make, you can make a heist tournament. You could do, like you, true, could, yeah. you could have a tournament of two people like going through a maze and they get to like fight each other and they're just trying to get the thing at the end. And when you do, you win sort of uh, a la yeah. Harry Potter. Harry Potter, Goblet, Goblet of Fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, try Wizard Cup. Try Wizard Tournament. Thank you. Yeah. Your tournament. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that'd be cool. I think, I think do that. I think we've decided. Yeah, that's, that. that's the perfect answer is the compromise. Perfect answer. Heist tournament. It's great. Oh, tournament heist. Tournament heist. Heist tournament. Actually, that makes it more of a heist. Turn heist tournament. It's like you're stealing a. It's like you're stealing a tournament if it's a tournament heist. <laughs> yeah. It's a heist tournament. That's a that's a series of heists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, well, I think, think I think tournaments win. I I, I think that they're yeah, they really are the Swiss Army knife of D and D. Like if you if you don't have a great idea for how to introduce your players to like a big city or a town. There's a festival going on that day. Your players are going to have a rip-roaring good time. And you can introduce them to any number of important NPCs that you want to. You can establish somebody as cool. You can establish somebody as, like, underhanded. You can, like, show the king is, like, watching. Or maybe it's just the queen and where's the king? Like, he was supposed to be here. Like, what's going on with him? Or, like, you know, maybe there's somebody in the background, like, rigging tournaments. And they find out via your rogue in your bard going off and being like yeah let's totally bet on all these matches you know there's a lot of cool things you can do with sort of the mechanics of a tournament that you know are are sort of dnd like things i mean it just it fits into the world a lot better mm. but i'm still here to say that heists are heists are cool do heists but you know do more tournaments than heists certainly tournaments are also the coolest part of mountain blade so there you have it. I haven't played much Mountain Blade. I, really. I watched, I watched, because the, the Mountain Blade 2 came out like recently, right? Yeah, like a year ago or so. Yeah, so I watched a bit of that. It still looked like it came out in the 90s, but. Um, <laughs> the original is so good. Yeah, I've, I, I've, I've heard good, good things. Good number of hours from that one. But yeah, tournaments win. I agree. Tournaments are great, easy to use. But heists, 
I'm planning a heist right now. Oh yeah. And I'm really struggling to figure out how to get my non-stealthy players. Have I to... have I helped you a little bit here? Kind we can of. we can we can talk we can talk it out if, yeah. if you'd like to. I don't. We can I, talk off pod. I I have I have good ideas for heists and and I and I think that you know in general it, it shouldn't it shouldn't be that somebody is completely useless. Obviously, mm -hmm. some people are going to shine and some people aren't. But right. Yeah. Cool. cool. Well, I think that's it. I think that's it. I think we I think we established it. I think that's everything you could say about heists or tournaments. Fully exhaustive. Thanks everybody for listening. This has been Dungeon. Just kidding. I'm not we using were my. We were doing British, weren't we? Mm. Oh, that's right. Thanks everybody thanks for... for listening. Thanks, thanks for listening, mate. Uh, I'm I'm so pleased you've decided to listen to my my papa's podcast. Uh, I'm this absolutely is... chuffed. This is I'm chuffed to bits. Thank you. Uh, if I knew more Cockney rhyming slang, I would use it here. Apples and pears, <laughs> oh, dishes and cups. Okay. Uh, I think you are supposed to. I think you are supposed to say it's like apples and pears is stairs or something. I don't know. Cockney rhyming slang is very odd. Mm. Um. Yeah. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I couldn't remember what we said at the end here. Um, thanks to Louis Zong. Um, great theme song. We, we love it. We're good. We're good fans. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Catch you next time. Catch you on the flip flop. And as we always say, where's the body? Where is it? Where'd you put the body of my father? My father's oh, body. <laughs>